ఓం శ్రీ సాయిరాం వెల్కమ్ టు ప్రశాంతి సందేశ్ ఫార్టీ ఎయిత్ ఎపిసోడ్ ఇట్స్ రియలీ అవర్ గ్రేట్ ఫార్చ్యూన్ టు హ్యావ్ కమ్ టు నో ఆఫ్ భగవాన్ టు హ్యావ్ హర్డ్ హిస్ డివైన్ డిస్కోర్సెస్ ఇట్స్ ఎ గ్రేట్ బ్లెస్సింగ్ టు హ్యావ్ సీన్ హిమ్ అండ్ టు హ్యావ్ గాన్ త్రూ his works his writings it is in this connection i would like to draw your attention to some of his sayings you know what he said you are in search of god you are in search of spirituality what a wrong impression it is you don't need to search you don't need to seek everything is ready made siddham meaning ready made meaning what spirituality is not an achievement religion is not an accomplishment it is not to be attained it is ready made siddham and it is not to be made sadhyam it is not to be made it is not to be made no therefore it is siddham that is understand it is ready made and someone swami asked someone what is religion somebody said faith somebody said belief no 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 what bhagwan said is religion is realization realization meaning realize that you are god realize that you are divine and and that divinity has already been there that is ready made when he said siddham and this kind of recognition of the innate of this immanent divinity within us what you say recognition is pratyabhijnana pratyabhijnana meaning it is just a recognition of that which is already in existence but we feel that spirituality is a tough task it is a rough path it is a long journey but it is a wrong impression what does baba say no no it is so easy swami is that so easy yes very easy he picked up a rose flower which was lying on the table and he picked up in his hand and looking at the petals and said anil kumar how are these petals so soft tender and delicate for me yes is it difficult to split no swami very easy such a tender rosy petals then baba remarked this way spirituality is as easy as this as easy as this just as you can split a rose petal with no effort at all so simple so easy spirituality is also 
so easy. Susukam kartum. That's what Bhagawan said. My friends, here I would like to draw your attention. All these have been collected from his writings and discourses on Bhagavad Gita. Just as I said in the previous episode, we are just continuing in the same wavelength. And Swami, when spirituality is so easy, how to find it? How to experience it? Do you know what Baba said? What all that you see around is divine. It is a direct perception. Prachekshavagamam. Prachekshavagamam. A direct perception. Swami, how? How? Now Baba tells us. Sukkalaniyu Brahma. Suryundu Adi Brahma. Chandrudananu Brahma. Jalamu Brahma. The stars are divine. Sun is divine. Moon is divine. Water is divine. Swargamananu Brahma. Vaikunthamadi Brahma. Taliyananu Brahma. Tandriya Brahma. That very heaven. The paradise. Brahma. Mother is Brahma. Father is Brahma. Bhagyamannanu Brahma. Valabhyamannadi Brahma. All the property, all the good fortune is Brahma. Jeeva Rasulu Brahma. Jeevi Brahma. All beings are Brahma. The individual is Brahma. Putin Sutadi Brahma. Oshin Sutadi Brahma. Gitin Sutadi Brahma. Guruhini Brahma. Yes, birth is Brahman. Growth is Brahman. Death is Brahman. Grihini, the housewife, is Brahma. Karmalanyu Brahma. Kalambu Brahma. All actions are divine. Time is God. Prakurtantayu Brahma. The whole nature is Brahma. Adi Shakti Brahma, the original source, the cosmic energy is Brahman. Sarvamunu Brahma, the whole thing, the entire universe is Brahma. Isabhayu Brahma, while speaking in Sai Kulant Hall, addressing one lakh of devotees assembled there, Swami says, this congregation is Brahma. Satya Munudelpu is Satya Sai Brahma. The one who is speaking to you this principle of truth, Satya Sai, is Brahma. What more you want? To know the Brahma or divine, let us understand it is, it comes to our direct perception. What a wonderful thing is. Long back in Vrindavan, during summer courses, Swami asked some of the scholars 
assembled there. What is yoga? Somebody said, Swami, yoga is performing one's own duty. Yogam kartavya muchate, discharging one's own duty. Swami said, mm-hmm. He asked somebody else, what is yoga? Another scholar. Swami, yogam samatva muchate, that equal mindedness is yoga. Mm-hmm. He asked somebody else, what is yoga? Swami, yoga is chittavrutti nirodha, control of senses is yoga. Oh, then he asked some other man, who is not a, a well-known scholar, a retired elementary school headmaster, but an ideal devotee, by name Sarma, Vishwanatha Sarma, from West Godavari district, Andhra Pradesh. Swami asked him, Sarma, what is yoga? He said, Swami, to have your darshan is yoga. Yoga has another meaning, deservedness. Swami, this is yoga. To have your darshan here. What more is yoga other than this? Swami smiled and said, you are correct. And gave simple definition. Yoga is union with God. Yoga is union with God. As I listen to Swami, all these definitions, all these teachings, what a wonderful, grand synthesis it is. It's really a very grand synthesis. As we listen to Swami, the depths, the fathomless depths, it goes in, it will reveal to us that He is an encyclopedia of human knowledge. Everything is known to him is an encyclopedia. And then somebody asked, Swami asked someone else, what is sannyasa? There one somebody said, Swami, renunciation. Oh, he asked somebody, what is sannyasa? The one who has no family. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, somebody else, what is sannyasa? The one without property or any family ties? Mm-hmm. Then Swami said, you are all wrong. Sannyasa is not running away from your family. Is not merely giving up all your property. Manas sannyasa. Everything should get out of your mind. This kind of attachment, this sort of possessive instinct, the feelings of I and mine. Something like thou and thine. These feelings should be given up from your mind. Manas sannyasa. That is real sannyasa or renunciation what Bhagavan said. Wah, wah. I have not heard that anywhere. Further Swami said the sannyasa has got that kind of feeling of equal-mindedness, equanimity. Everything is equal in his sight. Samadarshanam. Everything is equal. There is nothing more, nothing less. That's what we find in Swami. Samadarshanam. 
the way how he treats the president of india is very much same as he treats a primary school child the way how he looks at every rich man is very much same as he treats a pauper or a beggar samadarshanam all are equal in his sight anything that dividedness dividedness or anything that that looks divided is not samatva is not equality it is dvaita dual mindedness bhagwan is non dual advaita therefore is samadarshanam everything is equal this we have to understand my friends it is in this context i would like to draw your attention another point whatever swami talks to us well either he may talk to a professor or a student or a doctor or he may address a group or a congregation what does it mean he makes everyone an instrument to convey his message to entire community to posterity you are just an instrument arjuna is an instrument in the hands of krishna and bhagavad gita is conveyed to the vast humanity till this day as i understand that as, uh, instead of saying swami spoke to me i should say swami spoke through me instead of saying i heard this no 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 it's my duty to let you know what i heard in other words i'm just a bamboo on the lips of krishna bhagwan turned into a beautiful flute through which we hear the divine melody so we are all instruments in his hands arjunam nimittikritya yes nimitta matram after all you should understand you are only an instrument that that's quite evident my friends what all we think that we know what all we uh, we are all proud of all the knowledge it is only gnana the knowledge shastra gnana bookish knowledge academic knowledge is all verbal pompous expression that's all but swami wants us to have experiential knowledge the experimental knowledge the practical knowledge and that is vijnana the anubhava gnana is not merely textual gnana is not merely academic no going through the books repetition of all that contained in books is shastra gnana no swami wants us to have vijnana the anubhava gnana the experiential knowledge here my friends we should have one point in our mind what all that dot all that we speak of the knowledge outside is only relative what we find today may not be the same tomorrow the scientific shastra science investigations they go on changing from time to time depending upon 
the frontiers of research and experimentation. As they discover, as they come to know more and more of things in the field of research and laboratories, the theories, they change from time to time. So nothing remains as such. Therefore, jnana is just a relative knowledge. But this vijnana, this practical knowledge, this experiential knowledge is absolute knowledge. The worldly knowledge is relative knowledge, sapeksha, whereas the spiritual knowledge, experiential knowledge is absolute knowledge or what you call nirapeksha. That's what we have to understand. I am just repeating the Sanskrit words as stated by Bhagavan, because I can uh, I can openly tell you frankly that I have no knowledge of Sanskrit. No, I am just repeating. I am just repeating what Baba said. That's all. So we have sapeksha jnana which is relative, but we should acquire nirapeksha jnana, that is absolute. Further, Bhagavan refers to two more words which are very, very interesting. All this worldly knowledge relating to the physical world with which we interact with the five senses of cognition and five senses of action and the inner mind Bahyendriya and also Antarindriya, the external and the internal Indriyas, organs. And what all that knowledge related to these senses, inner and outer, that is Paravijya. Paravijya. That's what we think. It is not Paravijya, my friends. All that we acquire through these senses is not at all paravijja. It is aparavijja, secular knowledge. Then what is paravijja? The spiritual knowledge is paravijja. That which is knowledge of the self is paravijja. Let us understand the difference paravijja and aparavijja. Aparavijja is secular knowledge, outer knowledge. While paravijja is spiritual knowledge or knowledge of the self. That way Swami explains to us that there is every need to acquire this paravijja, the spiritual knowledge or the atmic knowledge. In such a system of education or education in human values, it is an integrated system of education. Aparavijja is taught for your living, while Paravijja is taught for your life. One is for life, other is for living. This is an ideal system of education that Bhagwan has introduced, that Bhagwan has given to us. Therefore, in this brief talk, my friends, I wanted to present these points from the uh, from Baba's viewpoint, how Swami 
looks at it let us understand it let us ponder over these these issues this doctrine and get ourselves enlightened we'll come to know more of these truths in depth in future thank you for your time and interest evinced please send your feedback we'll be very grateful to you thank you very much